0: digital 410 productions proudly presents the what's in your head podcast digitized live from the act computer studios in cape coral florida it's the what's in your head podcast with your host gordon and don abernathy
1: what's up what's up what's up og5 it's another monday and we are here kicking it live uh, thanks to Larry Venturino for last week for filling in for Gordon. But no worries. Gordon is back tonight. Gordon, my friend, how are you doing in Las Vegas, Nevada?
0: I am better. You can still tell my voice is a bit shot. But uh, yeah, I, uh, just a little quick backstory. It was nothing serious. About a month ago, we had, had have- the COVID. Nope, did not have the COVID, thank God. But uh, we had some serious wins come in. And, uh, there was a really extremely dusty day and since it's been very, uh, almost like a, a mini haboob.
1: A haboob? What's a haboob?
0: And, uh, and I think it's Can you say a haboob
1: so nowadays? Is that considered...
0: So far. Um, but, uh, I've been battling, uh, really bad allergies. <laughs> finally got it taken, uh, finally got it taken care of. I wanted to actually just relax for, uh, my, my vacation that was planned and, uh, fortunately i had to deal with this a little bit but uh it is what it is i tell you what though, i haven't played as much uh call of duty ever as i've played this last week in, in normally a year
1: and what was your opinion on the new advancements or changes in the wonderful world of call of duty
0: it's fun i'm tired of bitching about the stupid stuff i'm just having fun there you go although uh it looks like battlefield is uh getting ready to launch
1: do you think Battlefield will ever get to the point where they can take even a remote dent out of the market share from Call of Duty? They I don't you know, I don't ever look at the numbers. ea he's gotta
0: give a bigger shit about it.
1: Yeah, they, they they put all their coins into Madden and all their sports games. EA Sports, it's in the game. Oh, we're we're doing that, are we? Yeah,
0: I don't have a glass, so I'm gonna go full alcoholic and go straight off the bottle. Trying the uh Buffalo Trace tonight. Saw it at Sam's for pretty cheap, thought I'd grab it.
1: You know, with all the problems you've been having, there's one problem that apparently could be a lot worse. So much worse that when a I don't know if you'd call a medical company, but when a creative group of like minded scientists got together and figured out, hey, we got a medicine that'll help your bowel movements. But not just any bowel movement, but a bowel movement that has a symptom that apparently... I think I have something for that around here. Apparently, when people go to the doctor and the doctor says, what does it feel like? They all share a very common adjective, description, uh, metaphor, maybe even a haiku, perhaps. I was sitting in my room watching uh, Fox News, believe it or not. And when you watch Fox News, it's very interesting because, well, they have a demographic of a certain age, and so you tend to hear commercials that apply to said demographic. And apparently this said demographic has the symptoms where, well, it feels like, well, it feels like this.
0: If there's pain when you try to poo and going, sometimes feels like you push through a
1: pineapple or two. Colace is the brand you need to soften stools. We're all agreed. Number two should be easy to do.
0: Trust Colace to soften stools with no <laughs> stimulants for comfortable That's- relief
1: that's a jaunty tune johnson we got a new product johnson we need a we're going back to the day of the jingle okay all right um but johnson there's a very specific symptom that the doctors say a lot of the patients say they feel and i just don't know how we're going to get this across like you're pooping out a hot dog i think these people would give their left nut or and or breast to feel like they're pooping out a hot dog try again sir Hershey kiss amateur hour. let me give you a hint. You remember that? Remember the best Adam Sandler movie ever created. It's one that we all here at the company love.
0: Is there a good Adam Sandler movie?
1: Blaspheme. Of course. We're talking about the best Adam Sandler movie ever. Little Nicky, right? (laughs) Little Nicky, the best Adam Sandler, the the character development in that movie. The best voice to ever seen film, the greatest accent to ever come out of such a great comedic mind. Well, anyhow, in this fantastic movie Little Nicky has
0: a hairdo too, right? There's a
1: scene where they uh continuously, it's a continuous joke, because well, as we all know, Adam Sandler, he's from part of the tribe. And well, there's something they like to do to Hitler in that movie that it, it um, involves a particular fruit. Do You remember this great movie in the fruit? A kumquat? No, a pineapple. In okay. the movie, they continuously shove a okay. pineapple up Hitler's ass. Well, apparently there's people who have the same symptoms, except for it feels like the pineapple's coming the other direction. Now, as bad as it would be to pass one pineapple, skin and all. Are you, are you watching, all, like, Comedy
0: Central or something? A skit? No,
1: that's actually a scene from Adam Sandler where, and, and Little Nicky where they're constantly shoving pineapples up Hitler's ass because he goes to hell. Remember, little Nicky's the son of Satan. But anyhow, we're, we're getting off our bit here. We're supposed to be uh <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to write it that way. I was going. To yes, and, um, but anyhow, Johnson. The patients say that they, the symptoms feel like they're passing two, not only one, but two. What, two? One might ex- one might suggest that after you pass one, the numbing properties of the tearing and the ripping, the ripping and the tearing of that area. That you may not feel number two, but in this particular case, they said two. So I need you to get out the Casio, write a lyric for a medicine that alleviates the sensation of feeling like you've passed two pineapples in one day. Now, should this be a somber tone? I'm thinking something jaunty, maybe with a female voice. Because something about a man talking about passing two pineapples in one day comes off a mite bit creepy, don't you think? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how we got this.
0: If there's pain when you try to poo, and going sometimes feels like you push through a pineapple or two, Colace is the brand you need to soften stools. We're all agreed. Number two should be easy to do. Trust Colace to soften stools with no stimulants for comfortable relief.
1: Now, when I was watching TV and this came on, i was like what the fuck did i just hear and i actually had to go and make sure my tv wasn't on netflix and this wasn't like some spoof commercial and no it was fox news primetime tv and cole X is talking about softening your stool so it doesn't feel like you shit out two pineapples
0: today and now that we've had this uh this discussion cole Ace, if you feel free to uh sponsor this silly little show for a couple episodes uh we wouldn't mind one bit
1: <laughs> why are you feeling like you're passing two pineapples you need, no, to so your honey,
0: you need sponsors
1: yeah oh i'll happily put two pineapples up behind and replace this barn we'll put colex and like have like you know maybe I'll, I'll make some pineapple smoothies on the air i mean we'll go we'll go all out you know maybe put some pudding in there i don't know we'll just we'll just go well, As long is it not
0: like chocolate pudding <laughs> yep
1: Oh, I am fresh off of the water, fella. I literally beached my new kayak at 8 30. <laughs> Got home off. Is this off. The, uh, the,
0: the 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 um stretched limo?
1: Yes, this is uh we now have Big John and Little Steve. Carrie went out on little Steve tonight, and Nugget and I went out on Big John. Um there will be a half-ass review video up on YouTube here shortly. as some of you guys know, uh, a couple months back I acquired a very affordable six foot kayak from my buddy James who bought it and then left it sit in his backyard for a few years and so he offloaded it to me. Um, I used to just paddle around and I got a fishing pole had fun. Carrie wanted to go but we thought you know with us going camping from time to time it would make no sense to buy another single person kayak because the nugget wouldn't be able to go. Instead,
0: hey, hold on. Tech check. Tech check. John Kraft has no sound.
1: No sound? Well, of course. Why would you possibly have sound? I don't know. So this whole time, no sound. Okay, so let's go into here. Go into here. Why would we not have sound? Hold on, let me try. Uh. Hmm. Hey, there's our sound back. Our sound is now back. I can see it on the meter. So, for those of you uh, watching this, and um, I don't know, the YouTube video is going to suck because like, <laughs> people are going to go back and watch the replay, and the first 10 minutes and 57 seconds is not going to have any sound. But, John Craft, uh, please let us know if you can hear us now. I guess I could cheat and just do this. We'll just go the old-fashioned way. We'll go to here. I'll just uh, unmute Microsoft Edge.
0: Yeah, I just verified. Sound is definitely coming over.
1: Okay, cool. Yep, there it is. So all the, 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 person watching on YouTube didn't enjoy the, do- should we, for the sake of this conversation, replay no. No, no, the, no. the double Save it for pineapple? The end.
0: Save it for the end. The outro, it will be a great outro today.
1: Okay. But anyhow, I just got off the water with the kayak. And, um, so anyhow, we've been looking for after rewind two weeks, I've had that kayak for a while. We're going around fishing and then, and then, and then, um, we went out and rented one. We went down the Astero River last weekend and had a good time. So it you got time. the old uh,
0: bowling shoe equivalent of a kayak.
1: Yeah, it was a sit-in, um, used, had horrible seats. Their butt hurts halfway through the day. And so we decided if we were going to buy a tandem kayak, it would need to have quality seats, much like the seat in my lifetime kayak, which basically you can remove and it doubles as a beach chair.
0: Now, as a business... hmm you would One would think that in order to generate more revenue, you would want to have the most comfortable seats possible in your rentals. So people don't kayak, and they're like, you know, that's too much of a pain in the ass, literally. Yeah, but um, when you're renting kayaks
1: and or canoes to the general public who probably are only going to use them once or twice before they got an invest in their own, um, they're going to get beat up. They're going to get flipped over. And these chairs, you know— they're with the material on them. Them, you know, a lot of these um, kayak joints, their kayaks sit outside 24 hours a day. So, all that material would break down, dry rot. And so, they basically just rent the ones that have the plastic seats. And we had a good time. We went down the Astero River and it was a good time. But, um, yep, Carrie said her butt hurt. And so we looked on Facebook Marketplace. We looked on Craigslist. We called around to the kayak rental places. And none of them really had any used tandems for sale with quality seats. And so we basically, we found a couple places. And I went over to Matt Lachey and we got a brand new one. Thing's 12 foot long. Um, with the chairs on it, it seats two. You pull the chairs off. It actually has three molded seats on there. So you can have two adults and a child in the middle. Um, it already has built-in dry storage has four spots for fishing poles. The only thing it doesn't have, which I'll include in the review video, which I don't know why. It's it's made by Hunk Sand or Hunk Sawn, something like that. They make high-end paddle boards. Even though they have four spots for fishing poles, they have dry or wet storage, depending on how you want to utilize it. The nice benefit about my quote-unquote cheap lifetime kayak is on the left-hand side, you can take the paddle, put it on the edge, and there's a rubber band or a piece of elastic you flip over and hook it on so that the paddle is hooked onto the side of the kayak while you're fishing. That way you're not fumbling with it. For some reason, this 12-foot high-end Fishing kayak does not have that. So when you're fishing, you basically gotta put your paddles on the inside. It takes up space. But I'm gonna go on Amazon and order basically the hooks and make my own so I can fasten them on the side. Other than that, well, up until yesterday, other than that, I had no complaints. So we went out we bought it on Friday, and of course it rained all Friday night, so we couldn't use it. Got up early, went out Saturday morning. Carrie caught her first bass. Um I caught two. Carrie and Nugget were on the tandem. I took out the the single person we did that for a couple hours went in went back out at night carrie and i went out on a tandem i think we caught maybe one more fish and then sunday we decided let's just wait until nighttime we're already sunburned so she and i load up big john we go down there put the fishing poles in the back holders behind the seat much like the holders on the lifestyle which come to find out the holes for the fishing rod on the lifestyle are about six to eight inches back off of the back seat we're on the new one, about four inches off the back seat, and we're all pretty tired, and so Carrie and I are paddling out. We probably paddled about 15 minutes, get to our fishing spot, drop the anchor, turn around. Where's my fishing pole? Carrie's like, oh, Righty what? Righty deep. Yeah, we're... Well, actually, it was her fishing pole. Where's her fishing pole? She had mine up front. <laughs> Sucks to meet you. Apparently, well, <coughs> back to the story of, uh, well, back to the saying of no good deed goes unpunished. I, when we got to the boat ramp and we put in the kayak, some boater decided to leave. Speaking of pineapples, for those you who didn't hear the first 10 minutes of the show because the audio wasn't working, You'll hear it at the end. But speaking of pineapples, Gordon, somebody left two plastic grocery bags full of pineapples and like mangoes right on the water's edge and they're fermenting. And I did a TikTok about how people suck because one of the things we've no- noticed since we started kayaking in canals is all the pollution. Matter of fact, Carrie nugget caught her first t-shirt tonight and Carrie caught a trash bag tonight. We were hoping it was going to be nuggets first fish, but it was a t-shirt. Um, as we've talked about before, i see pool rafts and fucking lawn chairs, everything in the canal. So anyhow, I was doing a story about how people suck. They can't bother to put their trash away. How last month I was out here, I cleaned four beer bottles, went and put in the trash. So since no good deed goes unpunished, after I explained to the world how people suck and I'm pulling things into the canal, what do I do? I just drop a fucking whole fishing pole into the canal. Never to be seen again. <laughs> so it's I you
0: haven't started magnet fishing yet.
1: Well, we went like a half a mile, so I don't know where it fell out at. Um, good news is it was my Ozark trail fishing pole combo, so I was only out $37 instead of being out like $150 on a and stuff. I did go on Amazon today, and for $12, I got six new fishing pole kayak leashes so that uh, <laughs> if they were to fall in the water next time, they'll be on a leash. So that's fun. Uh,
0: speaking of amateur hour. Mm-hmm. I, too, had an amateur hour moment on uh, Friday. So we took Oliver Dowden to Lake Mead to the beach for his first time.
1: M- the Martin says, well, the, w- uh, well, there was closed captioning when I was putting the to bed. So apparently the closed captioning, I don't know how the closed captioning would have been working on the audio. But anyhow, um, as you're putting,
0: all, you had
1: amateur hour with Oliver?
0: Well, amateur hour on my end. So we get—we went and bought one of these Ozark trails, since we're plugging the shit out of them, uh, pop-up canopies for like 40 bucks. <laughs> They're nice. They're huge. They're like a 12 by 12. Hey, don't sleep on are trail.
1: They're so good, they rip off other people's patents and then get away with it in court.
0: 'cause comes around by Walmart, probably. Yes. But, um, so we get down there and... That's nice. I get to pull the truck off. I have to, where to go to with dogs it has to be the special events beach. So you can get back your vehicle right up to the water.
1: Now, for those of you all playing at home when he says pop up canopy, think of the things that the parents are sitting on underneath on the edge of the soccer field and or football field during cheerleading practice when they're watching their eight year olds out there playing.
0: Yep. A little gazebo, whatever you want to call it. But uh, so we get down there and I unpack this thing and it's a little little windy. It's like okay. Well, unfortunately, it is called Boulder Beach and it's uh lake live beach, its so it lived up to its name. It lived up to its name. The water has dropped quite a bit more. How far is
1: Boulder Beach from becoming Broken Ankle Beach?
0: I think it's probably always been Broken Ankle Beach. Um but so we backed down and I found one little smooth area to set this thing up so we could set our our lawn chairs down and and everything and uh we got got it in, got it anchored to the ground with some pins. Um and uh started playing with Oliver and got him into the water. It was good. Uh, I had to kind of force him in, you know. But uh, I think he's going to end up liking it. He got back, and I'm like, okay, we want to secure this a little more. It's getting a little drafty. And everybody else's stuff's staying uh, put, so I went to go use the restroom halfway up there. I hear, woof this thing picked up it hit the top of the truck oh jesus (laughs) and over the top and uh just started blowing away i was like son of a bitch yeah much like this bounty castle down a drain it didn't leave the beach it went to uh, the trash can
1: and so So. it it completely broke and busted up
0: you couldn't retract one of the legs because it was pinched so i just broke it off that's
1: walmart you should have paid the four dollars for the extended (laughs) warranty
0: needless to say uh Got a, got a little bit of damage I'm going to repair and uh, move on with my life. So back. according
1: to the photos you sent me, it picked up like a bounty castle and landed right on the B pillar above your driver's side door.
0: It's the A pillar right at the top of the A pillar. It looks like it, it was on its way out when it tagged it, one oh, of the legs sucks. tagged it. So it's got a little square indention. And I was like, Ugh, oh, well. That sucks. It's small, though. It's going to be just a little bit of body filler.
1: For those of you watching on Facebook and or YouTube, how many of you guys wasted money on the Logan Paul Mayweather fight yesterday? And have you heard the new scuttlebutt, Gordon?
0: No, nah, man. I've been watching the, the Avalanche and uh, Golden Knights games. You want to talk about a good hockey series? You need to hop on that right now. I don't care who your teams are. It's fantastic. But um, Well, the weird thing is, is so
1: this is an expedition fight. It means nothing to nobody. It's just basically a money grab and gives people the opportunity to gamble. Because well we all used to frown on gambling. But now with the internet it's widely accepted. And people gamble on fucking everything. And so people paying a, a ton of money for these fights. Um, basically you'll see these two fight. And then maybe an undercard fight. And then maybe some musicians or some musical acts playing. there. It's not billed as a fight so much as, as an entertainment s- extravaganza. But people bet. Lots of money on these things, right? And there's probably people who bet, okay, Logan's going to go out in round two or maybe round three or McGregor by the long shot. You know, not McGregor, but Mayweather by the long shot may get knocked out at this point in
0: time, right? Was this the one that ended up being a great big hug fest? Well,
1: here's what the new scuttlebutt is because a new video uh, camera angle came out from somebody who was videotaping from the side. Knockout conspiracy emerges after a suspicious Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul video is released. And this is via um, New York Post. The expedition boxing match between Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather on Sunday night has farce for many reasons. But a video clip from the fight suggests it may have gone a bit as far as being fixed. Uh, within a few seconds left in one, in one of the rounds, Paul lunged at Mayweather and missed and the boxing champ countered with a swift punch to the side of the YouTuber's head. After it connected, Paul appears to go limp instead of letting him fall. Mayweather appears to hold him up off of the floor, preventing a knockout or I'm sorry, a knockdown and, or perhaps a knockout. The round ended shortly thereafter and Paul was able to stand upright for the rest of the fight with the result of a no, no decision in the parentheses, though, since it was an expedition match, the only real way to victor was going to be declared was through a knockout. Quote, there, uh, there is still one of the greatest moments in my life. Damn, I'm happy, Paul said after the fight. You never know with this guy. I'm going to go home thinking, yo, did Floyd let me survive? I saw the video clip, and he definitely knocks him out and catches him. Which makes you wonder? Did he have money riding on something? Why wouldn't he let him I fall? Oh, shenanigans! Um, it was not possible to be. Uh, I'm sorry. It was not possible to bet on the fight in the United States. <laughs> okay, due to it being an expedition match with no official decisions, but in the UK, expedition. or if you have a VPN app, you can, you can connect to a uh, UK site. Mayweather was a seven hundred favor, according to the Action Network. The, uh, those who took, those odds may be upset with the video. So, even though it's an expedition, and it was basically for entertainment, but if you were able to put some bets down through a VPN...
0: Exposition, you idiot. Uh, same difference. <laughs> Sorry. What did I say? Expedition, you've been saying it. And I keep... nah, Exposition,
1: expedition, car... Fixed Sorry. fight, it doesn't matter. I've been out in the sun for the last three hours, floating around, catching bass. Yeah. Did
0: catch, you catch bass?
1: Catching, yeah. I caught two, Carrie caught one. Of, well, one of them doesn't even count, it was so damn small, it could have been a bluegill. But yes, I caught two, Carrie caught one.
0: And all of you know, you're following along, Don's going to start his own big company called Plunkers. Yep, there you go. Oh, <laughs> we have a new commercial
1: for you guys, we've got a new sponsor. Good evening, my name is Donovan410 and I see the world in crisis. We have governments that are billions of dollars in debt, we have hyperinflation, we have protests, we have riots, we have infrastructure falling apart, we have cyber attacks almost daily on our world's needs and that's why I want to talk to you about something important and that is your family's future. When it comes time to protect your family, are you going to rely on worthless paper currency? Of course not. Instead, you're going to call the Digital 410 Reserve, and we're going to sell to you our super valuable silver and gold in exchange for that worthless paper currency. So in the future, when the civilization's fallen down and people are struggling to survive, do you think they're going to want to exchange goods and services for your worthless paper currency? Or do you want to have the security of silver and gold? That's right. You want silver and gold. So give us a call right now, and we will happily sell you our valuable silver and gold in exchange for your worthless paper currency. Do it now. There's no time to delay. Call the Digital 410 Reserve right now at 239-299-3896. We will happily exchange our valuable silver and gold for your worthless currency based on market price. 90%. So
0: let me get this correct. Yep. You're willing mm-hmm. to give me, sell me your very valuable silver and gold. Absolutely for paper that is deemed to be on the verge of worthless.
1: Absolutely, because we care here at the uh, 410 Reserve. <laughs> Am I not the only one who thinks that when you see all these gold and silver commercials on TV? It's like if you are sitting on all this valuable silver second. and gold <laughs> and you're convinced or you're trying to convince your demographic that paper currency is going to go to shit due to inflation and civilized meltdown, then why are you so anxious to get rid of all your valuable gold in exchange for my worthless paper currency? I don't know. The cynic in me, I've been thinking that for years since I finally, I finally made our own version of the commercial because, I don't know, I just, it's one of those things that always drives me nuts. We need your
0: worthless I heard, paper and gold. How about this kind of shit? I guess something good that may have come out of this current administration is like the Colonial Pipeline scam. And they got most of their money back. They were able to launch for the first time ever. Basically, uh, they got the cryptocurrency. It never got delivered. Oh, and
1: yeah, so- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, the white hat people um, took and the- I think it's the
0: first time they've actually pulled this off. Now, my question is, why haven't we done this before?
1: Because I don't think we did it. I think um, another group did it. Um
0: well, we call them Contractors.
1: Well, it didn't deter them enough to prevent them from hacking the um, the meat processing company. You heard about that, right? Yeah, I did not know if that was the same group or not. It probably was. Is is definitely out of Russian. I wish he that would. I wish he nuts. would just make martyr out of those guys, and just put a few of them in a gulag. Maybe just put a bullet in a few of them heads. I mean, obviously them being Putin. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's getting his beak wet too, but he's not above, you know, jailing
0: a few people. He got a, got to set an example.
1: Yep. Um, a cyber attack on JBSSA, the largest meat production globally. I'm um, sorry, the meat producer globally forced on right. shutdowns all over the United States, beef plants, wiping out output from facilities that supply most of the quarter of American supply. All the company's beef-fed and regional beef plants were forced to shutter, and all the JBS meatpacking facilities in the country experienced some level of disruption to operations, according to an official with the United Food and Commercial. Okay, here's a Is thought, this- maybe just a, a, a weird one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, when you're producing, tearing apart packaging... Obviously, these machine, the, their their facilities and their production lines are ran by machines. These machines are ran by computers. Not only are they separating them, they packaging and all that. With the exception of needing to roll out an update, and or maybe check on some inventory, some production numbers. Is there a real reason why your production plant needs to be online?
0: It's like It should be at least air gapped.
1: Yeah, you know, have it offline. Probably will be now. Yeah. And the other odd thing is, isn't it weird that the companies that are being attacked are basically um, the ones that would be kind of offset if the Green New Deal went through? They're going after gas. They're going after beef. We know how they, the environmental Nazis feel that the cows are destroying the planet, how oil is destroying the planet. So what's next? Who do we think they're going to go after
0: next? I don't think it'll be big solar. I don't think it'll be. No, because why would they get big energy? solar?
1: Because solar is energy.
0: Now, that need- would surprise me if it is. That would throw a monkey wrench in the whole yeah. whole thing. But who knows? I mean, it's just it's getting insane. It's almost like with the last year, everything that's gone on, and now all the super villains and wannabe Dr. Evils are coming out of the fucking woodwork. Mm hmm. And they, they, had the, their own-
1: they had the quote unquote plane hijacker, what, Friday? You heard about that, right?
0: I was gonna tell a horrible joke. plane. did he like not dress up at all? Um <laughs> did you hear about that? No, I did not. I've been pretty much uh away from the news this last week.
1: Um did three days ago, video shows a man who allegedly tried to hijack a Delta flight being restrained and zip tied. By the way, uh all flight crew now have super huge, like riot grade zip ties. Um Let's see. um, Delta flight being restrained, zip tied by passengers and flight attendant. Now, this flight attendant uh, was probably about six foot five and two thirty. He's a big fella. But anyhow, um, a passenger attempted to breach the cockpit of Delta Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Nashville on Friday, according to CNN. See, you guys say we're only one sided over here.
0: The plane had. How surprised do you think that the potential hijacker was when he got on? He's got his plan, probably. He sits down and he sees his big motherfucking flight attendant. How much was he thinking, of? son of a bitch, why did I get on this flight? I don't know <laughs>
1: if it was planned or if it was a mental break. Um, let's see if it says in the story. The plane had to make an emergency landing in Albuquerque. I wonder if they hung a left there. A no, they it.
0: landed there. They couldn't have hung a left. Well, they may have been passing if they went by past Albuquerque and they had Kirtle to hang a left. left. Hang a left at it, Albuquerque. They hung a left on final. I don't know. After the
1: man began banging on the door of the pilot's cabin. The cockpit was not breached, the media outlet said. The man was taken into federal custody. Um, do, 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 do. The video from the incident, yada, yada, yada. And that's all they have. But basically, the big-ass flight attendant took him to the ground and like two other guys held him down. And then somebody produced these huge-ass zip ties. And they got to the point where they even took off his shoes and socks to put him in the zip ties. And they basically drug his ass to the front of the plane
0: or back of the plane and subdu- and sat on him. Every plane needs a BAFA. Big-ass flight attendant. Yeah, big-ass flight attendant. Get the BAFA.
1: Make sure you got a BAFA on board. Absolutely. Apparently, we don't have, uh, you know, sky marshals anymore. But but to your thing, I don't know if this was, they haven't come out with a follow-up. I don't know if this was a pre-conceived actual terroristic threat. Or if this was just somebody had a mental snap saying, oh God, I got to get this plane on the ground quick. I don't know. With COVID and people being locked up, you know, people are just going off the fucking rails. There was a video, um, coming out in New York where, um, guys just sitting on a subway and, um, sits behind a lady he doesn't know, an older African-American lady with, um, poofy hair and just proceeds to lighter fucking hair on fire,
0: the lighter. What is wrong with people? That's why I must go with Joe Rogan's theory that these, these uh last few years, especially these unidentified flying objects. Somebody knows that we're we're fucking up right now and they're 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 watching us. Making sure we don't go stupid. I'm sorry, New York. That was San Francisco. I thought that was in
1: New York. A uh, moments teenager lights a woman's hair on fire in San Francisco bus as cops are asking help to identify um san francisco police oh, that
0: are dreadlocks she lit on fire
1: no it wasn't dreadlocks it's actually more like a fro um because you know oh. san francisco police are hunting for a teenager who was filmed setting a woman's hair on fire on a city bus cops released a video of a shocking scene was captured on the mooney bus i don't know what the adjective of that is uh, probably like metropolitan unified something something surveillance camera on wednesday but the but then quickly came under fire themselves for blurring the teen's face for making him impossible to recognize. Exactly. I get it. He's un, he's a minor, but if you're going to put the video on TV to help for identification, you can't exactly blur the fucking guy's face out. Um, neither the victim nor the suspect has been identified as a Friday and police have said both were wanted for questioning. Um, the incidents occurred on May 2nd around 2:25 aboard the number five Fulton street Mooney bus. The bus driver has uh, called the police to report the incident, but by the time the officers arrived on the scene at the nearby McAllister and Leavenworth streets, both the victim and suspect had already left. Now, the suspect, not the suspect, the victim has on a hospital grade paper disposable mask. Imagine if her hair would have gotten that much uh, ignition behind it that that mask would have caught on fire, too. In the video, the suspect can be seen holding the lighter in the back of the woman's head as she sits blissfully unaware in the seat next over. The suspect, along with two other persons of interest, left the bus together after afterwards before fleeing eastbound on McAllister Street, according to the police. Other passengers came to the victim's assistance, but they left the scene as well before the police arrived. Authorities noticed the difficulty in finding the suspect when they do I'm sorry, when they don't know who the victim is. I don't know. Apparently she wasn't hurt that bad. But that's just scary that we have such a lack of compassion or lack empathy of empathy and, and concern for our fellow
0: human beings that, hey, going it be funny? We've gone full ape throwing shit at each other everywhere. Yep.
1: We went from random knocking out people, which can kill them if their heads hit the concrete, to just lighting random people's hair on fire. On the buses.
0: Oh, There's a call gross. to action against Big Lighter. Yeah, right? Man, it's big's fault. If they
1: didn't sell lighters, that lady wouldn't have had her hair caught on It fire. was an
0: assault lighter. You could give it more than one uh, one flame with, with so it. So to
1: rewind to my story earlier real quick, just because we skipped over it, I did go to Walmart tonight and acquire another fishing pole and reel. This one I had to build. Um, I got a Berkeley r- rod and a... Um, they didn't have any of the Ozark Trail. I always want to call it the Oregon Trail. They didn't have any more of the Ozark Trail rod, so I bought a quantum something or other, but
0: You died of dysentery.
1: Yeah, right. Got Bebop a life jacket.
0: I got Ollie a life jacket. He had a life jacket on. Oh when we went.
1: So last week or so, um, because you weren't here last week. Um I took Bebop down to the vet, not because she was sick, but because this vet has a Bebop of her own named Summer, a short little Boston Terrier. And, well, Bebop has never met a Boston Terrier of her own, so I took her down there to meet.
0: So you have a Bebop you call Bebop?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. We got a Boston Terrier that we call Bebop. Um, but
0: you call all Boston Terriers.
1: We call all Boston Terriers Bebop, and we refer to feeding Bebop as giving two scoops.
0: And you're all getting close to sounding like a family from uh, like.
1: Well, it gets funnier than that. So okay, we got Boston Terrier. We call Bebop. Little, those little green time guys we, on Fraggle Rock. Yep, dozers. Anytime <laughs> we see a Boston Terrier, we're like, "Oh, it's a Bebop." Um. So we refer to Boston Terriers as Bebops, and we have a reminder on Alexa at five thirty. Says this is a reminder: give two scoops to the Bebop. Actually, Alexa says give two scoops to the Beatbox. <laughs> But Exactly. And so Carrie gives Bebop two scoops of dry food at five thirty in the morning and we give her two scoops of dry food at five thirty PM. But when I took the Bebop down to the veterinarian, actually I was there doing our maintenance and uh they were preparing to open their lobby for the first time since COVID started, so her and her husband were painting the rooms and painting the walls and getting it an prettied up before Opening on Monday, and I was there doing the maintenance. And the doctor said to her husband, "Hey, Don has a pea Oh shit! I said, "Wait, what? Hold on, what?" She said, "Yeah, we." I said, "Do you call?" She's like, "Yeah, we call all Boston Terriers pods I said, "That's funny. We call Boston Terriers bebops." <laughs> I said, "I thought we're the only one that referred to all Boston Terriers as bebops." She's like, "No, we call them pods I said, that's funny, because I was at Publix yesterday, and I went to buy dog food, and the lady at Publix said, what kind of dog do you have? And I said, a Bebop, that wouldn't mean anything to you. I got a Boston Terrier. (laughs) She's a Bebop dog. So, they call them pots. we call them Bebops, and so when I was done, I said, well, you guys going to be here a while? Like, yeah. I said, well, if you don't mind, I want to go get Bebop and bring her down here so she can meet Summer, because she's never seen a Boston Terrier. And so, we go and get, I go and get Bebop, and I bring her down there, and the doctor has her peapot named Summer and has a gray, German sh- uh, a gray lab named Gordon and another dog. Now, Bailey has only interacted with pit bulls since we've had her. And so she likes larger dogs. And so when I took her to meet Summer, she could give two shits about Summer. She wanted to play with the bigger dogs. Summer got out. Now, Summer has a toy. Hold on. So this is a Kong ball
0: bebop a bop This is a
1: Kong ball. You put dog treats in here, and when it rolls, they fall out here. Now, the doctor gave Bebop this ball because Summer was playing with one, and when Bailey went to play with the other dogs and Summer got out of the office, Summer ran into the room to the mm-hmm. Tupperware bowl that is full of these. Even though she already had one, she loves balls so damn much that she needs a... Um, what do they call that when you're addicted to drugs and have your family come sit down and talk to you? Um, an intervention. intervention. Summer mm-hmm. needs an intervention about balls. So every time she gets to the office, she runs to the bin that's full of these. And so anyhow, I gave Bailey one. But uh, the doctor saw Bailey for the first time, which is why I bring all this up, and says, your dog is rectangle. I said, pardon me? She said, your dog needs to lose about a pound.
0: Oh, you can't see the uh, down here near the belly. She said, look at
1: Summer. You can see her hips. She looks like a greyhound back by the back legs. Your dog is rectangle. She could use it to lose about a pound. And I said, well, that's weird because we only
0: give you her. You fat shamed your bebop.
1: Yep. She fat shamed my bebop, which is weird because, well, I only give her four scoops a day. She gets two scoops of
0: 530 in the morning and two scoops of 530 at night and occasionally eats bird food off and the floor. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. This could be going the same way it went with my cat about 10 years ago. Okay. Don't use so much dry food. Get more wet food involved because dry food's full of carbs. Well, actually, um, our dry food is protein carb free,
1: so it's okay. all protein. Perfect. But uh, so we're thinking, well, shit, maybe we need to cut her down to one scoop twice a day. But we haven't. And so she's
0: still rectangle.
1: She's still rectangle.
0: But she hasn't gone oval.
1: No. Okay. But she needs to lose a pound, according to the vet. So today, Sariana had a um, doctor's Zoom meeting at 10 a.m., and so she missed the first hour of school. And after the doctor's Zoom meeting, I uh, said, well, let's go. And she walks in the kitchen and proceeds to give Bebop two scoops. I said, what are you doing? Feeding Bebop, giving her two scoops.
0: You had a family meeting on this, right?
1: No. I said, uh, have you been doing this since we've had Bebop? Mm-hmm. Maybe since I went back to school, I'll give her two scoops in the morning. Are you aware that we, we, we feed that extra, Bebop at yeah. five thirty in the morning? Nope. I said, Well now I know why my dog's rectangled, because she's getting fed two breakfasts. She gets fed two scoops at two scoops at nine thirty, then two more scoops at five thirty PM. Pre- breakfast and post breakfast. So now we know why Bebop's rectangle because she gets two practices unbeknownst to Carrie and I. Because Nugget apparently has been giving her two scoops before she leaves for school every day. So have
0: you been looking at Bebop You're rectangle? Yeah,
1: so I said, Well
0: get her out on that kayak.
1: Well, that's why we bought a life jacket, but we've been so busy fishing that tomorrow we might intentionally not take the poles so that we can take Bebop out there. Um, But I said, well, you've been doing this for the last, you know, since school started. We don't want to just cut her off. So I said, give her one scoop and we'll phase her down. And so I told my vet about that. And she said, well, it'll be interesting to see what she looks like in 30 days.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a very honest vet.
1: Yep she is a very honest vet. She actually has an old school poster in her office that had something to do with, um, you know, no, it had something to do with It's very old school and it's hidden in a room because this is a type of poster would get a veterinarian in trouble nowadays, but basically comes down to saying, uh, we wouldn't be advanced as we are when it comes to medical technology and medication. If it wasn't for animal testing,
0: (laughs) Well, that's unfortunately it's a sad. And truth, that's coming from is, a veterinarian, but yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah, but that the mystery of the rectangle bebop has been solved due to multi-feedings. Fort Wayne and Punta bonus Gorda. Meal. Thank God I only go between Fort. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, that's a while ago. No, it's uh, back with the hair on fire story. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, good job, good job. Do 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 I got a freaking screaming headache. You uh ready to do news, we'll just make this a short episode today. Oh, real quick. Um I did go out to the Laughing Comedy Cafe for the filming of the LMAO Roku Network it. show. Yeah, because well, you know, I was gonna lie to Larry and tell him I had a family emergency, but after we got out to the fishing hole and I lost my pole in the goddamn Davy Jones locker I got back and had time to had shower. Due it to the camp, <laughs> yeah,
0: so, sorted itself out.
1: So, due to the fact that I lost my fishing pole, I a couldn't fish. Free karma for you. And went back, but anyhow, so I went over to the uh, Laughing Comedy Cafe because there was a Roku Comedy Station called LMAO for Laugh My Ass Off for the Uninitiated, where they stream stand-up comedy on Roku TVs. And they were filming, and so they had the host. Then Larry opened. Then they had three other comics, and then Jamie closed. Um, it was pretty interesting to watch. One camera shoot, but it was kind of cool to watch. And it was good to see Larry uh, working on some new material and bringing up some of his older material. I always love going to live shows, especially nowadays, to see how some of the snowflakes respond to some of the the old older school style some, jokes. Uh, they're getting some heavier booze. Yeah, they, they're not too big on the uh, perverted uncle jokes and stuff like that, but... You know, it's always it's always funny to see the um, younger kids kind uh, of jiggling discomfort because of hearing music. Hey, look, there's Oliver on my uh, my Facebook page. But, yeah, so uh, just been doing a lot of kayaking, getting some fishing videos up. Oh, question for you. Answer. I'm thinking about pulling that old bicycle you gave me out of the attic
0: a K H S, yes, the Chromali.
1: Because it has rock shots on the front, right?
0: It had some, yeah, some airs.
1: So I need to there. measure those bad boys and see if they're the same height as the off-brand front shocks on my Walmart Schwinn, and I might you know, try I'm to making, swap them make out. Make
0: it different. That's a 26-inch wheel standard. I don't know what, you, what size wheel you have. Uh, if you got a 27 and a half or 29, that's gonna not make that work.
1: Yeah, well I was going to measure it before I dismantled them, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I got I haven't been mountain biking since they started with the two additional wheel sizes.
1: Oh, there's a guy I've been watching on YouTube. Um uh, he's a English cat. He's a professional rider and uh something pilgrim or anyhow. He um uh, he goes to Walmart and he'll buy like 100 and, he went and bought like a $138 mountain bike and took at the to Whistler and wrote it down the hardest hardcore mountain bike trails and jumping it and everything else and the damn thing held up. He was completely shocked.
0: I tell you what, I wouldn't mind going to the Red Bull Rampage up there in Utah. Uh You've probably seen that footage before. That's Um, insane.
1: Then yesterday I was watching one for some reason he took his bike and he filled the inner tubes up with water (laughs) to see how they'd handle when you're jumping them and how much ever you'd make them. And then he has these cool collapsible like kicker ramps that you put together like freaking uh, Lincoln Logs almost. And he was jumping the shit out of this thing trying to and he he was trying to land on a plank full of nails thinking the inner tube would blow up. Basically once the water left the inner tube it would almost reseal itself until the water pressure got so tight inside the tire that it started leaking out around the stem, but it actually took like seven punctures before the water actually started coming out. It was almost like self-sealing but it made the bike so damn heavy. Oh speaking of YouTube, I put up a fishing video last week and I got copyright dinged. Why? Because apparently, the people who put songs out on the public domain, no copyright, on the uh, that channel where we get our non copyrighted songs.
0: Yeah, the ones you still got to give them credit in your in the body of your uh, mm-hmm. deal.
1: Well, apparently, at some point they get sold. Oh. Which one could make the argument that if it used to be on that channel? You wouldn't mute my shit, but apparently one of the songs I had to delete off my computer um, is no longer copy do- written. I mean, no longer public domain. And so one of my videos, which don't matter because we still don't have enough followers to be monetized yet, but it, is, it does get annoying when you get dinged for a copyright violation. And there's,
0: there's shades of the copyright law, too, Mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing. Is there any money being generated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et
1: Especially, et cetera, et cetera. though, with a song that you got off of their copyright-free page. And then all of a sudden, now it's copyrighted. But anyhow, we threatened you guys with the news, and now it's that time. Here we go.
0: This concludes the Whoop. evening news, and then now that wraps the up Act this evening news. Thank you, Gordon. In Cape Coral, Florida. Thank you. Joining us now from the Digital Four Ten West news desk in Las Vegas, Nevada, Gordon Abernathy.
1: Gordon, how are you doing tonight, fellow?
0: Uh, doing all right. We're going to start off with a sad one. Uh, A couple weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, there was a little boy found dead down the road from us um, at a trailhead. Uh, They called him Little John Little Zion Doe. He was kind of a chunky-looking kid. First, I was actually thinking, is this going to be now something we're going to see with these unaccompanied kids coming over the border? That would be a long walk, though. Well, they get to a certain point somewhere, right, where uh, something goes afoul with whoever they're traveling with. Mm. into the coyote or 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 is there sex trafficking mm. but i was looking i was like you know he's just he's too too heavy to be coming coming that direction because mm. he's clearly not starving but they have finally identified the kid as a seven-year-old liam husted who is a missing child from san jose california The little boy's body was found by hikers near mountain springs trailhead not far from las vegas on may 28th husted and his mother a 35 year old and I'm putting her on blast, Sam, Samantha Monroe Rodriguez apparently left San Jose May 24th, and we're last seen at Laguna Beach May 26th. So she went south and then, you know to Laguna, which is quite a drive. Later that day, the vehicle, which was a dark blue 2007 Dodge Caliber, pile of shit car, um, was know. seen in the Victorville area. So after that, he was uh, um, spotted in Grand Junction, Colorado. So basically... On May 31st, his mother checked into a hotel room in Denver. They believe this lady had dropped. Something happened. They're looking for her. She's clearly on the run. The kid her was kid found in found.
1: Vegas. She drove six hours to a beach in California.
0: Yep, she went to a beach in California. And, and then, then pulled a Uwe, Vegas, And then the Colorado.
1: Pulled a UE and then drove like three days to Colorado.
0: Yeah, so she is being looked for. What the actual fuck? Yeah, so on May 29th, it was spotted near Grand Junction, Colorado. License plate number 6, WLH211. It is a 2007 Dodge caliber blue. Uh, please, you know, keep a lookout for this because mm-hmm. this is the piece of shit of the year right now. Mm-hmm. If it's, if she had something to do with what's going on and and the this warrant has been gross. issued. But Moving off of that sad news, uh, your worries about algae may have some truth to ooh, it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um,
1: So I don't want to get too personal on the old what's in your head podcast, but, um, I've been spending a lot of time in the canals on a kayak and I got the creepy crud. I think it may have been for red tide. Let me just say on uh, the inside of my left leg, I got a weird red breakout. I've been putting, putting like, um anti-fungal cream on it and it's it's clean it's almost dried up but i have gotten some creepy crud i think maybe it was from pulling the anchor up and having all that shit on it and then it's sitting on my leg um when i first started going on the kayak i would wear just like regular pants now i wear like swim trunks that are you know that material's kind of semi you know doesn't hold water quick dry but yeah i actually got a patch of creepy crud on the inside of my left leg that took me about a week to get rid of using uh Antifungal cream so yes be very careful in the uh canals and waterways of cape coral i don't know if it's red tide or something else but i definitely got the creepy crud from it
0: well near franklin lock there's been some dead fish and crabs uh uh uh, uh, surfacing and they actually think it's uh about the algae treatment that's being done out there Hmm. so if the treatment's going on and it may be on its way and i know it's it's a yearly deal there right oh it's horrible
1: some years it's not so bad, but some ba- some years it's so bad that the Fort Myers Beach is just full of dead fish. But um, I, they're
0: going to build a Margaritaville hotel down there.
1: Well, I think hasn't uh, seen much production done on it. I, I think he may have pulled a pulled up ship on that because that property's been <laughs> fenced off since I worked at K Rock, and that's been close to four years now. So they haven't broke so much to put a fucking slab down. So I think that well, may be on hold.
0: Speaking from going from an area that's got lots of waters and canal to uh, the southwest, where we have nothing but sore voices and no car. rain. Drought-stricken Nevada has enacted a ban on non-functional grass. This was a legislative action that came in that our illustrious governor, Steve Sisolak, and I don't disagree with this, uh, has signed into legislation making the state the first in the United States to ban certain types of grass. The measure signed last Friday will ban water users in Southern Nevada from planting decorative grass so that they can conserve water. The grass ban starts in 2027, so we got a couple of years to go, and applies to office parks, entrances to housing developments, and street medians. But it does not apply to homes and parks. Water officials say the ban will eliminate 40% of grass in the region. And the band uh, welcomes uh, the western state to rely on the Colorado River, which we know is crazy low right now. It's triggering some things. So basically, if it's grass it's there for decorative reasons only, no moss. It's got to be uh, desert landscaping. Your grasses could stay in your parks and your, your athletic fields and, and your homes and that. But if it's just there to look good, it's gone.
1: I thought you guys primarily used the fake grass out there anyhow. Uh,
0: there's still some older um, older places out here have uh, that I like our our apartment complex that we sent a condo in it was full bore watering it was old grass and and these things would blow up Uh, these these irrigation lines would blow and just thousands of gallons just going down the road I fucking hated it and um, one last story there is a puppy thief at loose in Fort Myers Florida
1: well, of course there is, cause why not?
0: So a nine-year, a nine-week-old Shih Tzu was stolen from a pet Fort Myers pet store. Police want your help in identifying the suspect. According to Fort Myers police, the dog was stolen Saturday from Pet Kingdom.
1: And I was gonna say, if I know my Fort Myers pet store, looking at that shot you sent me, that looks like Animal Kingdom.
0: Yeah, it's Pet Kingdom uh, on forty six fifty South Cleveland Avenue. Say the suspect walked into the store about five oh seven, took a puppy out of its pen, hid it under its shirt, you know, like Ben Steel stealing. How did that guy have room under his out.
1: shirt? Because I'm looking at his shirt now, and it looks like he's already got freaking two thirty pound turkeys under there. He's wearing a tight ass shirt. Well, he's now he's crum- got a
0: tool shed, so he's got a little. Oh. He's got a little roof line, you know, where that the shirt comes over. Ben steel stealing style, you know. Yeah, once when I was five. That's his skirt. Um, The
1: irony is, is Animal Kingdom or Pet Kingdom, whatever kingdom, about six years ago, they tore down all their divider walls to make their whole location open so that they had full view to prevent people from stealing puppies. And this place has a lot of exotic animals. And I would say probably thirty percent of their foot traffic are just looky loos and people going there to play with animals. To got to the point where for like three months they decided they're going to charge people a cover charge to get in there. <laughs> they're going to charge people five bucks just to walk through the door. But Zoo. But that ended quickly. So it, it's it's. I mean, it sucks that someone's stealing a dog. Um, it's probably a five thousand dollar dog looking at it. But yeah, it's well, just, they're people offering suck.
0: three thousand dollar reward. The male suspect is described having a large build, tattoos on his arms. That's it. So uh, I think he's a cracker. Yeah, he's um, a
1: cracker. Probably he's weighs s- 260.
0: <laughs> he is last seen wearing a blue hat and a green t shirt. The suspect. Is That's a Florida Gator hat right there, chomp. A white chomp. sedan with a paper tag on it. And pa- speaking of paper tags, you still see, like, out here, our fucking DMV is so backed up. How backed up are they? We got people rolling around with paper tags from this time last year and earlier.
1: No, our DMVs aren't that backed up because. Carrie accidentally realized that she had gone a year and a half without renewing her tags. And I was able to Oops. walk in there the very next day. See, the one good thing about our DMV is they are smart ish because um, they actually have a separate line for tag renewals. And yeah, the
0: so, is so many people are moving in.
1: Yeah. And so, if you're not renewing your tag or, you know, doing a license renewal that doesn't require a new photo, no. License renewals require a photo. But, yeah, if you're just renewing your tags, you're buying tags, that doesn't require a photograph or a bunch of other crap. They just put you in a different line, so you're really not sitting there very long at all.
0: Oh, wait. I'm going to throw one last story in here. German <laughs> military is going to ship surplus beer back from Afghanistan. Because, you know, Germans ain't going to let beer go to waste.
1: Nope. What kind of beer is it? All right, well, let me get into the story.
0: the g- 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 <laughs> German military says it has found a solution to, an- for an un. Usual logistics problem its troops in Afghanistan are facing. They got too much beer. Sounds to me
1: like they're not uh, allowing the soldiers to consume as much beer as they would like. Therefore, there's a leftover amount.
0: Defense Ministry spokeswoman Christina Rosti said Monday that recent decision by the German commander in Afghanistan to ban consumption of alcohol okay. for security reasons has resulted in a pile of beer, wine, and mixed drinks at Camp Marmal in Masary Ashraf. German soldiers are usually entitled to two cans of beer or equivalent per day. That's mighty mighty, mighty generous. <laughs> yeah, mighty. Oh, yeah, Germans. Uh, Rusty said military had found a civilian contractor who would take the alcohol back out of the country ahead of the German troops withdrawing from Afghanistan as NATO mission in the country ends in the coming months. So they're saying there's approximately 22,600 liters or about 6,000 gallons of alcohol, including almost 60,000 cans of beer uh, that can't be sold in Afghanistan due to r- local religious Restrictions or destroyed for environmental reasons. Mm, Sucks. Yeah.
1: This concludes the evening news. And now back to the ACT Computer Studio in Cape Coral, Florida. This episode of the What's in Your Hip podcast is brought to you by our friends at Act Computers. Act Computers has been providing IT solutions for all of Southwest Florida since 2004 and all over the world since then. So if you have a problem, here, even if you don't live in Southwest Florida, give them a call at 239 283 1120 or go to act-gatecoral.com or find Act Computers on Facebook and they can log in your computer remotely with assistance from you, of course, from their website. And if you do live here in Southwest Florida and you need repairs with your laptop screens, laptop repair, desktop repair, network um, expansions, video camera installation, you name it, they can do it. Give them a call at 239-283-1120. And as promised, here is the shit and pineapple commercial from earlier.
0: If there's pain when you try to poo, when going sometimes feels like you push through a pineapple or two, Colace is the brand you need to soften stools. We're all agreed. Number two should be easy to do. Trust Colace to... So- <sighs> Number two. I think that popping noises is in the wrong register. Yeah. It needs to be much lower and deeper. <laughs> <sighs>
1: That's going to wrap it up for this episode of the What's in Your Head podcast. For Gordon, um, I know you're not on TikTok anymore. Are you still on Instagram? I know your dog has an Instagram page. Where can people follow your dog at on Instagram? just
0: 1974 on Instagram and evernathy Gordon on Facebook.
1: Thank you guys so much. That's going to wrap it up for this episode, and we will talk to you all next week.